After winning four straight games, the Denver Broncos can't get complacent against the Cleveland Browns this Sunday at 2.05 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff. Can the Broncos keep the momentum going? We'll hear from Broncos head coach Sean Payton react to what he had to say on today's brand new installment of Good Morning Broncos. Good morning, Broncos country. Welcome into a freshly brewed installment of Good Morning Broncos, a daily Broncos conversation had here every single weekday, Monday through Friday, on Mile High Sports YouTube page, 9 o'clock a.m. Mountain Time. I'm Cody Rourke, Broncos reporter. I cover the team in person daily in Dove Valley. I go to the games, go to practices, and you get all the recap and jam-packed action here every single morning with a fresh cup of coffee. That's my hope for you, that you enjoy us with a cup of coffee, cup of tea, or whatever your morning routine is here. Just want to say thank you so much to everybody in the Mile High Sports community. We have surpassed over 4K subscribers here on the YouTube channel. Thank you so much for your support. If you love Colorado sports, Denver Broncos, Denver Nuggets, Colorado Rockies, Colorado Avalanche, CU Buffs, this is the place to be if you're a Colorado sports fan. So thank you so much for making us part of your day as you go about your time. And also we have a website, milehighsports.com. You want daily written content, columns, and much more from all of us reporters who cover the respective teams here in Colorado. You get all that action. Plus, we also have a Mile High Sports app that you can download in the app store of your favorite phone, whether it's Android, whether it's iPhone, whatever you have. Download us so you never miss out on the content as well here. But Broncos country. I think the major thing here this week that we have to talk about for this Broncos football team is, okay, hey, you win four straight games. There's so much momentum, right? And look at who you beat, okay? You beat the – it started with the Green Bay Packers. You played relatively well against the Chiefs in the previous matchup on Thursday night football, right? You go, you lose that game, unfortunately. You go out and you play well against the Green Bay Packers, and then you beat the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Okay, you go into the bye week, momentum, three and five. Things are riding a little bit smoothly here for Denver. But coming out of the bye week, okay, you got a tough matchup against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. What did we see Denver do? They came out, they rose to the occasion, a Russell Wilson comeback drive in that fourth quarter. Obviously, a Will Lutz game-winning field goal. Bang, three in a row. All right, the Minnesota Vikings, who started off the season 0-4. They were in dire straits. They were one of the teams in the conversation with the Denver Broncos about, you know what, they might as well sell everything at the NFL trade deadline. That was the conversation. They rattled off five straight victories that led into Sunday's matchup. And then somebody's win streak had to come to an end. Was it going to be the Broncos extending theirs from three to four, the Vikings from five to six, or whose streak would end? Denver ended the Vikings streak in big time fashion on Sunday night football with Russell Wilson's comeback drive. They led Cortland Sutton game winning touchdown. I think the thing we got to talk about here is, okay, there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of momentum. There's a lot of energy here right now with this Broncos football team, and that can be a little bit dangerous. That can be a little bit of a dangerous storm. Oh, shit. I had a sneeze there. Sorry, AP. <coughs> uh. Uh. But I think within that storm, right, you're going to find out a lot about what type of football team this is. I think my personal opinion on them, and I'm eager for yours, as you're watching along, you're listening along, I want to know what you think about this team. I think Denver, for where they started off this season, to get to where they're at, to beat the teams that they have beaten in the manner in which they've done it, it hasn't always been pretty, but you know what they're doing? They're finding ways to win. And one thing we've talked about with this team over the course of the last five years is they're always finding ways to lose versus finding ways to win. Denver has found ways to win. Now, 
up 4-0. Like you got a four game win streak right now. The the largest active win streak right now in the NFL. Who would have thought that would be the storyline here after what we'd seen in the first half of the season? John Payton had said it best on his conference call with us yesterday on Monday morning, talking about, you know, are you worried about this team becoming complacent? And he said, to be honest with you, no, I'm not. Because if you look at the film and you look at the tape, it's not good. And so for John Payton, look, Denver's got a four-game win streak, but Denver hasn't been playing their best football. That, to me, I think is the crazy thing about it. You're 4-0 in the last four weeks. You're not playing your best football. There's so much that you can clean up. And he says, I don't believe that these guys are going to feel complacent after we watch the tape together and after we see where things are at. And I think you'll look at it as well, and you'll get this perspective from the players this week, obviously Thanksgiving week. For the Broncos, these guys know, like, hey, we got to play better on offense. Like, we we have to be able to run the football. Denver was not able to have success against Minnesota this past Sunday night. And that's got to change because, really, that's where the offensive identity, in terms of where they've started to find success, has led to them winning games, has led to them being successful, more sustainable on offense because they've had a pretty solid run game. They've rushed the football in three of their four wins of the past four weeks over 140 yards per game. And, and they didn't get to that. They didn't come close to that on Sunday night against Minnesota. And Russell Wilson, the offense, which had struggled from, I think, a passing production standpoint, that's where they were forced to step up and they delivered. But the way that the Broncos offense is playing right now, I think this is a great question here. Is it sustainable? I don't think it's sustainable in the sense that, look, Denver Denver can't keep playing this way and expect to continue to win, right? Like Because there's, there's the reality here in the NFL. The defense has been playing their butts off. They've been generating takeaway after takeaway after takeaway, 12 takeaways in three games, right? That's incredible, remarkable, unheard of in a lot of st statistical categories. You don't see it that often here in the NFL. You can't always rely on the defense to do that every single game, right? Now, it's great if they can, but you can't have that expectation that they will. And more importantly, I think the more concerning trend is that the Broncos offense, even though the defense has generated those takeaways, the offense has hardly ever been able to convert that into a touchdown. Sometimes no points at all. You can't just win off of field goals. Look, Will Lutz, five for five on, on his field goal attempts, could be AFC Special Teams Player of the Week by the time this episode is done recording. You can't rely on that week in, week out, and expect to win in the NFL, right? Because sometimes you may not be in field goal situations. What if your field goal kicker misses one? The offense has to find a way to put up points. They have to score versus you know needing a two-minute drive in the final portions of the game. You'll love to see if they can do that. But what about everything else before a two-minute drive? That, to me, is where, in my opinion, the biggest element of this Broncos team has to find its footing. And I am i don't think it's going to be a question of if. I just think it's going to be a question of when. You look at this week's game against the Cleveland Browns. Miles Garrett. They have so many studs on that defense. They're one of the top defenses in the NFL. They're going to be a tougher defense than what we saw in Minnesota. The difference between Cleveland and Minnesota Minnesota throws a lot of those disguise looks. They'll walk up both linebackers into the A-gap. Sometimes they'll send one. Sometimes they'll send both. Sometimes they'll drop one back and send the other. They'll send a guy from the nickel. The Cleveland Browns are more of a physical finesse. We are going to outman you physical strength-wise. And Miles Garrett is playing unbelievable football this season. Former Bronco Shelby Harris is on that defensive line. He's playing really well for them as well. They have good linebackers that flow to the football. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. They got, obviously, Denzel Ward at the cornerback position. They just got players on and that Cleveland Browns defense. And to me, Denver's offense can't play the way that they have been playing and expect to win against Cleveland. Right? This could be a very low-scoring game. So, like, if you take a look at our friends over there at Superbook Sports, the, the odds here, I might take the under in this game here. I think the Broncos defense against Dorian Thompson-Robinson, I think will do enough to obviously fluster him. 
He threw an interception last week, didn't throw a touchdown. He got his first start last week. They held on. They won by a game-winning field goal against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are just like this Jekyll and Hyde up and down team. Obviously, they're pretty decent in the standings right now, but you know, it's like, what type of team is the Pittsburgh Steelers? How big is that win there for the Cleveland Browns? The Browns are finding ways to win games. And look, I think that's where this game on Sunday is going to be so paramount here for Denver to find a way. And I think if you're the offense, you're hoping and you're needing them to click in the way that you believe that they can here in this game specifically, because then you have three straight road games. And look, I don't think you want to enter those road game matchups against the Texans, the Chargers, the Detroit Lions and say, okay, hey, I hope our offense finds its footing this week to where they're more sustainable. Do it this week, carry that into a three-game road trip, and then Denver is in full control of their destiny here going forward. Broncos country, we're going to continue this conversation this morning on Good Morning Broncos here on Mile High Sports YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe to this channel so you never miss out on Colorado sports coverage. But one thing we are going to dive deep into here on today's episode, so I feel like we got to talk about this, right? Because Bronco safety Kareem Jackson, once again, is subject to potential NFL discipline for a hit that he had on Josh Dobbs on Sunday Night Football. I'm going to rant again. I'm going to share my thoughts, and I'm going to put some things in perspective for everybody that continues to think that he's a dirty player. I'm going to tell you why he's not. I'm going to tell you how we were taught how to play football growing up and how Kareem has been playing that at a high level and has never been a dirty player. I'm already getting fired up here, but we'll do that here coming up in just a moment on Good Morning Broncos. Today's episode of the show is brought to you by our friends over there, Superbook Sports. Win a trip to the biggest football game of the year, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Superbook, they'll fly you and a friend to Las Vegas for February's championship game, and they will also give you two tickets to the game, plus they'll give you a three-night hotel stay. And all you have to do is place a $25 same-game parlay between now and January 7th, and you're automatically entered to win. So wager and win a super trip to Las Vegas, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey Nuggets fans, Ryan Blackburn here, host of the Pickaxe and Roll podcast on Mile High Sports. We've got the best Denver Nuggets coverage around, so make sure not to miss an episode and subscribe down below to the Mile High Sports YouTube channel. Nuggets off to a great start. Make sure not to miss a thing on Mile High Sports. Always love Ryan Blackburn's coverage on the Pickaxe and Roll podcast. He is our Denver Nuggets beat reporter. Make sure you check him out. How did the Nuggets do against the Detroit Pistons last night? Well, Ryan, I'll have you covered on the Pickaxe and Roll podcast. So after you're done listening and watching to us here on YouTube, go check that out here on our Mile High Sports YouTube page here. I'm get a little fired up here in the Broncos country because, look, I, for me, for those of you that know me, know my background as a player, I'm a defensive football player. Right? I played DB. I played corner. I played in the nickel. I played some safety. And – the NFL today pisses me off for a variety of reasons because I think the fine system that they have for players for physical contact, I think it's absolute BS. I think it's unnecessary. It's unwarranted. And to be honest with you, it's stealing money from players, right? Because here's the issue that I have with the NFL, and I've always had this issue with them. Players have had to fight and lobby, and players have had to die after their careers have been done because they suffer health issues, mental health issues, suicide, depression, CTE. And the NFL has suddenly pretended like they actually care about player safety. It's evident in today's game that the NFL truly cares about money, right? Money, money, money. They just extended Roger Goodell on a new three-year contract extension. He's going to be around the NFL for a little bit longer here. But when you look at how the game is transitioned, folks, we are truly headed into a scary direction where we're going to see flag football in the NFL. It's no longer going to be the National Football League. Tackling, all that stuff is going to be gone. 
It is going to become the National Flag Football League here in about five to ten years because you simply can't hit people anymore and you can't do things in which you're taught. Why am I talking about this? Well, once again, as we're doing this show, it just came in. Kareem Jackson has suspended four games without pay here for the hit that he had had. Like, to me, this just this boils my blood, right? Kareem Jackson, one thing, if you've ever played football, and I'm talking to people that have played football, I don't expect people who've never played to understand anything that I'm about to say here. What is the one thing, right? You look at Kareem Jackson, the angle he has to take on the sideline against a player that's going opposite. What are we taught as football players from a young age? You get your head across to where the football is going to be, right? And so when you look at the hit on Josh Dobbs, Kareem Jackson's head and shoulders are coming across to the side where usually the ball would be on the outside and his head, his helmet makes contact with his chest. He's been suspended four games for that. And Denver's got seven games remaining left on the season here. And the thing that drives me absolutely nuts about this is you're suspending players for playing physical football. This is the game you signed up for. When we put on a helmet, we know exactly what the hell we're signing up for. And look, you're playing a game and you're asking guys who have to run 21 miles an hour, right? That's the top speed that we've seen in the NFL, 21 to 22 miles an hour. And you're asking guys that this is a physical, violent contact sport. How can you stop and adjust your body to deal with that to where you have perfect contact every single time that doesn't sometimes initiate helmet contact? Incidental helmet contact in this, in this league specifically, you see it at a high rate with offensive linemen. You see it with running backs. It's not as outlawed when you talk about those guys, but when it's a defensive player having incidental helmet contact or helmet to helmet there, all of a sudden, the narrative changes. You see guys suspended. Denzel Perryman's a recent option. Now Kareem Jackson, four more games. He was just suspended for two games. I think that the NFL is going to be at a point here in the next five to ten years. The brand is dying. It is dying, and you can no longer touch players. You can no longer hit players because if you hit players too hard, that means that there's going to be issues. Look, we all know signing up for football. We know, like, hey, if I get hard, I've had five concussions. I understand. There's a risk every time I go out on that football field. And these guys in those locker rooms, they freaking know it as well. Every time we put on the helmet, we know that there's a chance we could get seriously hurt, we could get paralyzed, or we could die. We know that. That's the risk that we know when we sign up. Now, for most people, guess what? They don't get paid millions of dollars to do it. Most people, they do it because they love the game. These guys love the game. They, they also get paid millions of dollars to do it. I think, for me, this is just the NFL's boiling point. And look, I feel bad for Kareem Jackson. Like, as a player, you're trying to tell someone who's been playing a certain way, and Kareem has never, ever, ever been a dirty player in his career. He played in an era where hard-hitting football was acceptable. He played in an era where there were the John Lynches, the Brian Dawkins. Well, not necessarily in the NFL level, but he was in college during those times there. But you saw the hard-hitting football, the Cam Chancellors, the Earl Thomases of the world, the Troy Palomalus. I mean, you talk about hard-hitting smash-mouth football, he played in that era there. Right, And he's never been labeled a dirty player. But now in today's NFL, the way that it's viewed and the younger viewers that are watching it, it's now viewed as dirty play when there's incidental helmet contact. And look, people are like, oh, you can't launch yourself. Like, You try doing what these guys do at the positions in which they do it at and tell me if you don't somehow just inherently do some of those things. This is a physical football game. It is violent. It is meant to be violent. And you can only be so safe here to the point where now the NFL is going to create so many different rules. It's going to become too safe to the point where you're going to start seeing more guys getting hurt because they're playing more timid. You can't hit guys across the middle of the field anymore. Look, I understand you can't go helmet to helmet. Kareem Jackson didn't go helmet to helmet against Josh Dobbs, though, and he's being suspended four games. 
The NFL is an absolute joke. I am fired up about this. I don't like it. I hope he appeals it. But, you know, knowing, considering he's already been suspended two games, he's been fined. I don't know if the NFL is going to do that. I think that the league right now is a dying product. It's an absolute shame. And it, it drives me nuts. And you got some guy, John Runyon or Joe Runyon, an offensive lineman who's never ran a four or five 40 yard dash, who under actually understands what it's like to play defense. He just knows that for a position that he played, he got to be as physical as he can. He would bury guys and ram his helmet into them when they're on the ground. So it's like, to me, the hypocrisy that we see here in the NFL pisses me off. This is a travesty. What's going on with Kareem Jackson, him being suspended for four games. I hate it. I don't like it one bit. I disagree with it. But with that said, Broncos country, I'm fired up this morning. Hope you have a great rest of your day. The Broncos will be back on practice on Wednesday. We'll have you covered. We'll do a mailbag episode. So if you have any questions that you want to send in, make sure you reply to this YouTube video with your Broncos mailbag questions. We'll answer them tomorrow on GMB. What's up, guys? Kim Becker here with Mile High Sports. Make sure you guys are following us on social media so that you never miss a Mile High Sports daily. Monday through Friday morning, we'll post a video hosted by me catching you up on everything you need to know when it comes to sports right here in the Mile High State. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, we're there and we've got you covered for everything Colorado sports.